Welcome back to Plus This. I'm Kathy Deach. And I am Eva Tingley. And we are so excited for today's guest. We have such a good guest. She really is sparkling. I'm really very excited to talk to her. Yeah, yeah. Reagan Chastain. Which I was like, is I was the first time I was like, um, how do you say her name? Is it Ragin? <laughs> is it is she just like Ragin Chastain? I'm not sure. It's kind of spelled different. But yeah. But Reagan. it's just Reagan. And I got to meet her because um, Fatitude documentary was part of the film festival right. that I went to. And she was on the panel and is in the documentary, and she was unbelievable. So we can't wait to share all her stories with Kathy you guys. Kathy was, like, literally telling me the entire time, okay, wait, uh, she's so amazing, you're going to love her so much. Wait, I hope I'm not, like, pumping her up too much, and then you're, like, disappointed. <laughs> but, like, really? She's so great, you're going to love her so much. I couldn't help it. Like, every other sentence, I was like, okay, wait, I'm going to, un- I can't down, I- it's too late to downplay, but maybe I'll just be like, yeah, you'll enjoy her. <laughs> So it totally worked. I was. I was trying to chill. I was trying to chill. Yeah, you were like trying to like just play it Being cool. Like, whatever. You're like, whatevs. yeah, she's cool. Whatever. Um, we have we aren't gonna do a really long first segment because Reagan does everything, guys. She's like a dancer, an athlete, yes. an activist, a triathlonist, yeah. a marathonist, like all the things. All the things. So we have lots to talk to her so about. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this first segment up <laughs> pretty quickly. But Eva found the best article. A little video about oh, yes, fat cells being able to be turned into stem cells, which which is like normally a stem cell. That's like a very big controversy, like the whole stem cell research thing. But if they can turn fat cells into like healing tissue cells or whatever, fat people are gonna live forever. Forever. Suck on it, You're bitches. Gonna, we're gonna live we're gonna harvest our organs, and we're gonna f- take out our fat <laughs> and make us live forever, guys. Too bad. <laughs> You've been trying to get your fat all down, and now you're gonna die. All you people who've been sucking it out. <laughs> That's one less fat. What cell a for waste! You. What a waste! <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, we totally did Frankenstein ourselves? My one friend Jen oh Burson was like, "Oh, I, I, there's already an entire ver- uh, entire second body of me." Jen point two two and I was like, "Oh, that's great! That's great!" She's like, "I'm already on top of it." I'm like, "Oh wow, awesome. get it?" I'm sure she was teasing, and yet maybe, maybe not. not. Um, but I love that video. It like made me feel so empowered. I know. I was like, I knew being fat was going to come around somehow. It's going to benefit me in what some way. What if that way. is the thing? Because I do want to talk to Reagan about what she thinks is like the thing we have to approach. And what if that's it? Like, oh, fat cells actually are the key to living forever. And what if that's the thing oh that makes gosh. body wise stop? That would be like daydreaming. That's like a science fiction movie. We totally. Just yeah, we did. We have to do that. Boom, boom, boom. boom. <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely. Yes. Um, another, what else happened this week? Um, oh, I want to look down. Oh, 
Joy Nash, guys, announced that Dietland is going to premiere on June 4th. And they took amazing pictures. Gorgeous pictures of her. But we were kind of bummed, right? Because the very first picture that they posted of, like, the cast was of Juliana Margulies, like, which I'm like, um, When we what? go, when you go to repost the page that has all the cast pictures. Right. You know, I was all excited. I post on our Facebook. Yeah. And it was like, Juliana Margulies was the first picture. I know, I which like, I'm like, I'm like, have you read the book? Because that's not who the star is. I mean, even but, uh, but put, so we talked about that because yeah. it is because Joy Nash is not a star yet. Um, and so we talked about that that there's they probably there's yeah there she has right. to be first because she's the recognized. You could have put both people on the first photo, like you it could have been the both of them. We just love Joy and want her to be everywhere. We want her to be <laughs> full front and center. That's right. That's, That's right. what we want. I'm so looking forward. We have to have a viewing party. No, we're going to have a Fat Girls yeah. viewing party. Oh, my gosh. We need to do a Fat Girl viewing party and Fat Girl karaoke <laughs> with all the fat things happening. <laughs> I know. Speaking of fat things happening. Fatchella. Fatchella is happening this weekend, guys. I know. At the Plus Bus. At the Plus, Plus Bus. Bus. Oh my gosh, if you guys are in town, you guys should go. I am not going to be in town. I'm very bummed that I'm not going to be able to go. But I will do all of the shopping for both Kathy is going to do all the shopping, and I am going to be like, I'm, sweet, I'm going to borrow that. And listen, it's going to be a bonanza. These are just a few of the people. Proud Mary Fashion. Which I love Proud Mary Fashion. It is awesome. really fun, comfortable clothes, by the way. Yes, and Unicorn Tears, which is really like fashion forward. And no, it's like really vintage isn't it? Well, like it's, it's, it's all vintage. It's vintage, but they revamp vintage yes. stuff. Like it's not just vintage stuff. Like they like, yeah, like they make it, it all and make fun. it into new things. Yeah. They're incredible. Um Pristine Boutique. Oh, I wanna say um Everybody Deserve Lo- Deserves Love Project. Can't wait to see what that's about. That's a book that's coming out, right? Oh no, the books are that it's like until you come back to me and French fries and fairy tales. Oh yeah. Those it, books are gonna be for sale there. Yeah, I'm excited. But Matthew Paul Robinson, who we've been in touch with. I know. I can't wait to meet him. I'm so jealous that you get to meet him because his well, designs are beautiful. The plan is, guys, is that you might be meeting him too. You guys should meet him and make me really, <laughs> really jealous. But we're going to figure out a way for Eva and I to meet him. I'm, yes. I'm hoping to like talk him into doing a segment with us or something. <gasps> yes. Yeah, we've we've work been it, in touch email. So hopefully, Matthew, bring Matthew. it in. Bring it in. Yes. And June looks like it's going to be, we, we don't have things solidified yet. But you it's remember, gonna, guys, yeah. back last year when we did in Love February. Yourself Day? Yeah. Love Yourself. It might be Love Yourself Month. Or at least a week. The month of June. <laughs> the month of June might be a Love Yourself. Then we could do Fat Girl Karaoke. I know. And we could really schedule that. We have to figure we that out. We have to figure it out because we got to make it happen, guys. I know. I really want Fat Girl Karaoke. I mean... My every day is fat girl karaoke for me. Uh, yeah, that's true. In your car, in car. Um, <laughs> and when I'm singing to children, yes, or <laughs> screaming at them, screaming, screaming, scream singing. I am going to say this is totally unrelated no, to fat people, singing. except for I am a living trope, I think, but um, of the loud fat person. <laughs> but um, I will say that when I when we're first learning the kid show I just did, which was Once on This Island, um, mashed together with Moana. I we had to make videos of the choreography because at all the other schools there's like 12 other schools that are doing the same show but the people didn't know the choreography because the director and choreographer were doing it like all in real time so there's like two people came up to me and were like um can I give you a note about rehearsals and I was like sure and they were like when they're videotaping 
All you hear is you going, sing! <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. You're like, I have to remind them that I when they do choreography, choreography is a thing. Okay, but when they're doing choreography that you have to remember to sing, it's hard to do both. And, that's, and then one person was like, I actually really appreciate it because now I know the parts where they're really supposed to be singing and I have to make sure they sing. Right. Yeah, but the, the kids were awesome. The show was the weekend. It was amazing, by the way. BT dubs. BT um, dubs. And that's, I mean, everything else we kind of want to talk to Reagan about. I know, yes. We're going to take a break, right? So we're going to take a break right now and get her in the hot seat. Yes. Yes, we'll be back. Plus this. Give us your questions. Yes, Live. Question I'm checking us. them right now. Questions. Question us. us. <laughs> Promotional consideration brought to you by Melissa Massey. Custom clothing isn't exclusively for the rich and famous. Melissa Massey is custom-made clothing for everyday wear. A unique combination of custom tailoring and deluxe fabrics that is well-made and fit for every size and frame. Made in LA, sold in LA, and online at melissamassey.com. Promotional consideration provided by Scrubs Body, a woman-owned business with scrubs so natural they're good for your public parts and your private parts. Scrubsbody.com. It's not the natural beauty products in your life, but the life in your natural beauty products. Linda Kamen's Aromatherapy Salon, lindacamens.com, for happier, healthier living. this hi we're back we sure are and um like we promised reagan is here to be with us reagan chastain welcome author dancer athlete thank you for being here with us oh i'm super excited thank y'all for having me you're smarty pants you're smarty pants she's really smart do you have a degree in science or something i do not um, but I, my focus um, in my undergrad work was research methods and statistical analysis. That's so. what. So it that's was. what it is. Statistical I like, analysis. I was like, I want to say she was like sciency. <laughs> she's were, mathy. She's mathy or statistical. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, welcome. Thank you for having me. Seriously. Mm, no, no, seriously. It's so great. You, I, I spent. She's like, like a all champ. The, Literally yeah. in all the things we've been posting pictures of her all week, guys. So I'm hoping that you've caught up with all things Reagan. But, but if, if you, you haven't, haven't danceswithfat.org is where everything lives, <laughs> and you can just go wander into whatever category you enjoy because yes. there's so many of them. So let's talk about dances with fat. Um, I wanted to know how did writing about your dance experience come about. Um, well, it was thanks to a super fat phobic judge. So um, <laughs> when I started ballroom dancing, yeah, thanks, Cindy. Um, when I started dancing, I Just calling her out. Yeah, I didn't say her last name. I'm trying, um, but yeah. So I I decided the the guy who Andy who became my first partner and I decided to start competing like three months before we our first competition. And so we were in such a hurry to learn all the dances and get everything done. And when I went to the first competition, like, I really believed that it was going to be about my dancing. Which now looking back. I was like so naive and so um I finished dancing and uh I had you know people coming up and saying like how great I had done which is really cool and then I had judges come up and say things like um you're gonna lose weight right because like what a waste of your talent at that size Oof. and I was like oh, what with who now um and so Dude, they totally I Tanya'd you for real 
Oh, that's so, yeah, nighttime. Like, move. you know, judges told me they wouldn't give me a better score unless I lost 50 pounds. Like, not good. And so, like, excuse me, why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What is that? What is my? What I'm just is curious. What is it? What is the difference that fifty pounds is going to make? Honestly, in my dance moves. Yeah. Well, that wasn't it. Like I would tell them, you know, what do you want? And they would be like, well, you'll just, you know, it will just look better. And I was like, no, I'll look more like you expect me to look. Right. Like Boom, it's not that my roast. technique will be better. It's not that my dancing will be better. It's that I will look like you are used to a dancer looking. Which I understand you wanting to be in your comfort zone, but that's not really my problem. And how long ago was that? I was uh, like two thousand four. So things might things have maybe come around maybe in the a dance a little bit. It's so funny because we were talking about um, the Dancing with the Stars and how that like kind of put ballroom dancing. I'm gonna put that in quotes, guys. Um, like in the public. Kathy is such again. a hater of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> I mean, no Joey McIntyre was on the first season, so I watched it then. But other than that, was no. he on the first season? I think he was on the first season. Maybe the no, second. No, maybe like. Maybe further in. Maybe the second. We're gonna Google. <laughs> We're gonna Google it. We're gonna Google it. Somebody Someone tell Google us. It. Tell us. Tell us where he was. My sister would know. My sister's watched every single episode. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> but Reagan, I I have to say something because you're so hilarious and adorable. I, she guys, she wants to stare into the camera, yeah. so she's making eye contact with you. But don't feel like you have to. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. <laughs> you can ask during the break, and then there was like a whole scene. Yeah, there was switch, like a whole crazy. Was like, Am I supposed to be looking in this camera? So like, hi everybody. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so cute. You can look at us. You, you can know look what at I'm us. Not a professional at <laughs> this. This isn't what I do. You want me to run? You want me to dance? Like I can do those things. You want me to like, be on TV? Like, We're gonna have an issue. She's like, I'm gonna engage with the audience the entire yes, time. Yes, she's like, like deep. I know. I know. I know. It feels Thanks. weird, but Hi. we we also look at the we also look at the cameras too. <laughs> we look so. at the cameras. When we Ka- Kathy's very lucky because her camera is like directly in front of her face, so she doesn't have to do anything. But like. You know that seat. You got to look at the camera. Yeah. Well, and that's where I was Sometimes. confused because like it looks like she's looking at me, but oh wait, her camera's right there. Yes, so we got. Thank you for helping me yes. straighten that out. No problem. We straighten that out for you. No problem. No problem. I just love segment. that you literally were like, audience. I need to make. She's a deep like, I'm just deeply with connecting with it's you. It's a dancer thing. Right it's like a you. mirror. Like, oh, yes. I'd love to look at you, but there's a mirror and I can see myself. Yes. And so, like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I love so, it. Wait, so that woman got even more aggressive with you, though. Yeah. So I was. It was. I was finished a competition I was sick and I did not feel good at all and I was like hauling all of my stuff back up to the hotel room and um, and she came like charging at me and like sort of pinned me against the elevator and so I was you know I was like what's up and she said we have to talk about your waltz it was terrible and I was like yeah I had a bad day and she's like no it's not that it's like she said that dress and I was surprised because it was a new dress beautiful it was a velvet dress black velvet with red embroidery and spaghetti straps gorgeous dress and she said um you know I couldn't stand to look at you and I had that moment where I'm like, do I go off on this person or I do? I'd be like classy. And really, I was just tired. Mm-hmm. So I said, OK. And she said it again. I could not stand to look at you. And I said, OK. And this happened like four times. And then finally, she said, um, you know, times. it was ridiculous. Like, why? Well, why? I, think, I think she really wanted a reaction, an apology, like me to be like, oh, God, you're right. I'm hideous, which was not going to happen. And so at that point, I had been on a pretty personal journey in terms of like health at every size and loving my body. Um, and so I was in a good place mentally. And I just, you know, I was too tired. And she, finally, she said, you know, well, I talked to your teacher and he said I could talk to you about this. And I was like, okay, a couple things. First of all, I'm 30, so you don't need to ask permission to talk to me. <laughs> I said, you know, and I probably won't choose to change the dress, but I appreciate you taking the time to tell me it's such a problem for you. Oh, roast! Which is the tr- which is what we <laughs> which were is what, 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 what that's exactly what I said. Like it I is. would never. 
and because I'm not, you know, 22 anymore, now if someone said something to me, I would be like, thank you. I'm glad that you needed to express that for you. It doesn't have anything to do with me, but thank you. I'm, I'm so glad that you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. And at, at one point in the conversation, she like pointed her finger in my face and was like, you oh. have no business wearing spaghetti straps. And I was like, bing, like this has nothing to do with me. And at the time, like I was kind of hoping to get a Wii for Christmas and not like somebody's crappy body image issues. So I was not going to take that on personally <laughs> um, as much as she might have wanted me to. Uh, but yeah, so um, her, you know, I said, I, you know, thanks for taking the time to tell me it's a problem for you. And her face got like super red. Like I for a minute thought she was going to take a swing at me. And um, and she just turned around and oh stormed gosh. off. I don't know why when people get that mad, I like almost get the giggles. Like I like I I had an eighth grade teacher who would do that. She would get so mad and she would her face would like jiggle and I would be like this crazy thing and I would just I don't know why I would just get the giggles and it would make her more mad. It was not good. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't yeah. understand why people get that mad. I don't. That doesn't happen yeah. to me. So I really get that mad. So I've, I've I heard it on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> not at even. Not at me. That's no, good. It was yeah. at another situation. I but I did hear well it on the phone. Person. I will try never to make you that mad. <laughs> that's that's scary. Don't. Scary no, it's thought. very I'm scary. Going, guys, I meditate. I try to take care of myself now. Knock <laughs> yourself down. Self care. <laughs> exactly. So that. So you. You wrote about that. I did well so what happened a couple things happened I realized I have been doing like social justice work pretty much my whole life and so and really heavily in college a lot of queer um, and trans social justice work a lot of anti-racism work but I'd never thought about being fat as an oppressed identity Mm -hmm. that like all fat people are experiencing this oppression as a group and that it is similar to the expression that to the oppression that I experienced as a queer person and so in that moment it sort of crystallized for me Mm -hmm. and I also became very aware that I wanted to be a fat dancer, but I was going to have to be a fat activist to get that done. Mm. And so that I just Jinx, you owe me a Menchie's Coke. MJ, I got you. I got her. I got her. (laughs) But yeah, and so I decided to start Dances with Fat just to talk about my experiences as a fat dancer. And then I started to talk about other things and then somehow it accidentally got popular and like it kind of went from there. Yeah, I mean, I would say, I would say that I was lucky that when I was professionally dancing, I didn't, I didn't really have to be an activist. But once I got the gig, it was very clear I was the only one, Mm -hmm. and then that did make me feel like I had to advocate Mm -hmm. for Chubbs being on stage, and there well, just just being seen. Being Gosh. seen in general, but f- but particularly because I was in the microcosm of Broadway, which is it's actually a very small community. It's not very large, and there's not many chubbies, and we would see each other at the same auditions all the time, and literally, there's room for one of you. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if Mean Girls, which takes place in a contemporary high school, has any fat people in it. I was looking for them. No, there is one. Remember, they don't catch her. No, in the in the Broadway musical. Oh, oh. I don't know that they cast. I don't know um, that they cast a fat person. I, I, the word. If anybody knows, tell me. If Mean Girls on Broadway has a f- one fat <laughs> high school person, please let me know because that's the thing that kills me. That you know, in Footloose, I was 
I got to play a teenager and I was like the chubby teenager of the town. But people who were young really saw that and identified with that. And if you have this show that's supposed to be about you don't have to be like everybody else, but everybody looks exactly the same, then what the fuck is that? Right. What's the point? What is the point? Yeah, I often think that if aliens came down and looked, they would think that like everybody was sort of like thin, white, able-bodied, you know, like (laughs) there are nothing outside of that Hollywood stereotype because that's all you keep seeing like over and over again. Right, absolutely. it is damaging. It is damaging. It does damage. We want to talk more about you because now you... Yes, because you are going, you are going to do a an Iron Man for the first time? Or for, you have? For the only time. Oh, no, for the, only for the time. first time, yes. <laughs> for the only time. Only time. Cross but finish line, did, get medal, you, never again. Right. But also, there's like some big news that you got that you're going to be sponsored by Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, and be supported by the Iron Man organization. They've been amazing. I got to go to like Oceanside and they're helping me get a kit that is my size because the triathlon suit in my size doesn't really exist. Um, Iron Man has a, an initiative called um, Women for Try. And their goal is to get women um, into the sport of triathlon and especially women who often don't feel necessarily welcome or feel intimidated by triathlon. And so that's kind of how I connected with them. Um, an amazing woman named Sarah Hartman heads that up. And so she took me to the Oceanside Half Ironman and I got to like uh, meet people and stand at the finish line and give some people medals. And um, I'm actually starting a column for their website called um, Celebrating Slow. Mm. where we're going to talk about the stories of the slow athletes, the back of the Packers suit, because it's a whole different kind of inspiration to be going for 17 hours. Right. Like it's one thing to finish in eight and a half hours, eight hours and win. It's another thing to be on your feet after those people went home, took a nap, saw a movie, ate dinner, you know, right. Took another nap and you're still going. So yeah. And a lot of times people who are slower don't think that there's a place for them in sport. And so I now obviously not all fat runners are slow, not all slow runners are fat, but I happen to be both a slow and fat runner. And so I try to advocate for both of those communities as part of my work. But yeah, so Iron Man has been incredibly but amazing. But you're doing it. Like, I don't I don't know how somebody can look at you and be like criticizing you when they are not doing it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Like, my thing is, like, nobody is obligated to participate in fitness in any way ever. And uh, having a Netflix marathon and running a marathon are morally equivalent activities. <laughs> yeah. um, you're not better because you go do exercise. But everybody of every size should be welcomed to do the, the fitnessy, movementy things that they want right. to do. Right. And so like, that's the problem. So like, I, I never like, I hate that thing. Like, well, you lapped everybody on the couch. Like, why are we bringing those people into it? They didn't want to come out and run. That's not right. Nothing right. wrong with that. Right. But I do think that it's really unfortunate that people are so critical. Like, Watching my internet trolls try to explain why finishing a second marathon two hours faster than my first marathon and getting a Guinness World Record was not an achievement was one of the most hilarious things I've ever done. <laughs> like they're so desperate for me not to achieve anything. Yeah, that like, I know. We I we, we talked about there was like a there's like a video that we're just going to briefly touch on that they were like trying to like discredit you for everything that you've ever done and I'm like there's like seven thousand views on it or something I'm like that's. <laughs> What? And that's like the only video that they've made. It's right. really, really yeah. just. Well, it's, it's well, so silly and sad to me that yeah. someone really felt like they needed to discredit like th- your achievements. Are so impossible. Like that things for fat people are so impossible. Yeah. Like they have to believe that this isn't in the realm of possibility. Yeah. That you must be a liar. You yep. must be making it up. Even though Guinness Book of World Records put a damn video <laughs> camera Certified, on your yeah. head. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Which we also have to talk about that too. Like, 
Okay. Because so, I was like, what does that mean? Like, do they have to be there? Like, what's the, because what, like, you know, you got to make that all happen, so right? in the Guinness Book of World Records for being the heaviest person to complete a marathon. The heaviest woman. Woman, yeah. specifically. And you already did, you did it once and someone mentioned to you, I bet <laughs> you could have been in the Guinness and you were like, Ah, I gotta do, do this again. all over. Although again. my first question was, can I get this retroactively for the one I already did? Like, is right. that possible? And yeah. It was not, so I had to do another one. Uh. So tell us about the process because I read about it. You guys can read about it. We posted an article about it that you did um, for ESPN Women, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, but give the little, give the shortcut of what you have to do to get into the Guinness Book of World Yeah. Records so it's no fun. little thing. You have to have a camera on you all the time. And so I was wearing a GoPro and I chose a looped course. My marathon course was 14 loops. So every loop I had to go back to the mothership van and switch out my GoPro and then my partner's in the van charging batteries and stuff so that I can do the next loop. So there's that. And then you have to have two witnesses at all times. They can't be more than four hours. They can't know each other or be related in any way. And everybody has to fill out paperwork. Oh my God! And That's so, a lot yeah. of people. Jinx, you me mentions. Oh, she didn't say it fast enough. I did. <laughs> I did. But yeah, and so the paperwork actually is one of the cutest things because some people, they, you know, they have to write in their own words. So somebody would be like, watched her do two laps, and somebody else would be like, saw her come in tired. She went to the aid station and got a Gatorade, <laughs> and then she changed out the battery and forged ahead. And I was like, I really appreciate like, like, the, the people who really so like yeah. editorialize yeah. the the struggle nice. for me. That's nice. But so, like, yeah. that's Wikipedia. a lot of people that you have to. Yeah. You have to pull together. Yeah. Well, my Julianne, my partner, did it. Okay. Like she was like she did her own marathon, just keeping people together and all the witnesses and stuff. But your other option is you can have someone from Guinness come out and certify it immediately. Because like mine, it took I think fifteen or sixteen weeks to certify my record. Wow. Um, because just because of the wait time. But you can have somebody come out from Guinness, but it costs like five or six thousand dollars. Wow. And like I, that was You're not like, money that pass. I had. So I'll pay. have my friends just yeah. come out. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> Craigslist it is. Yeah. Who would like to witness a, a marathon? So yeah. <laughs> That's really wow. cool. So, it, but in that way, you have like your own community, like being witnesses for you, and that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. The Ironman. I'm going to try to set another Guinness World Record at the Ironman at Ironman Arizona, and um, and yeah, a lot of people from triathlon community have been amazing. Like entire triathlon clubs have reached out to me from Arizona and said, if you need witnesses, like we'll our club will help pull it together. And like, wow, the community has been so incredibly supportive. And that's one of the things I want to say about the trolls. So like, they are my special snowflakes. The largest community that exists to hate me by name has like 4,500 people in it now. Um, and they use those videos and stuff to try to get uh, me canceled. When I get speaking gigs and stuff, they send stuff. They try to get my speaking gigs canceled. They try to like actually interfere with my ability to make a living. Wow. Um, so it's like, it's kind of funny, but it's kind of not because I have to have this conversation every right. time I get booked for a, a speaking gig. Like, here's what's going to happen next when I publicize this. Wow. Um, so it's frustrating, but so far nobody's ever canceled a gig. And well, I feel like good. if somebody did, like that would tell me pretty clearly that I didn't want to work. Yes, anyway. obviously. Okay. Yeah. Um, for but, sure. But I do want to be clear that like the people who actually go to the events, like the athletes have been incredibly supportive, you know, almost to a person. They're amazing, amazingly supportive. So I don't want people to think that if they go out, they'll have the experience I do. My experience of trolling is pretty unique. Um, that among is us. Yeah, very yeah. specific. It's probably someone from and like, high school. And like, what a waste of time. <laughs> right? Probably someone you went to high school with. Well, my high like, school had 37 people in my graduating class. So, so the thing is, I should be able to like track Eva, them down. that's like, a new movie. Just check off <laughs> yeah. each one. Like, you're like, I know this is a troll from high school. <laughs> what a waste of time, though. Like, I just feel sad for those people that, yeah. like, what you have nothing else to do. So, I'm just, well, it like, makes me sad for them, really. Yeah. I just think about, what if they were working for a charity? 
Yeah. Like, what if they were working against homophobia or transphobia or racism or that? Yeah. Like, what if they were spending all that time? Because it's What if they were helping homeless people? What if they were just helping people in general instead yeah. of tearing people down? There's so many things that need fixing in the world. Like, yes. even if you think that what I'm doing is wrong and that I'm a liar, like, even if everything they say about me is true, am I still the the good use of that time of 4,500 exactly. people every day? Exactly. Like, is this, how much are you accomplishing? Even if you, you're able to shut me down, get my speaking game canceled, how much are you actually accomplishing compared to what you could accomplish trying to do something? With that, with that time and resources and all that. something and put, edit something together. You got yeah. editing skills. Yeah, they take some time yeah. with these videos. You have to go do, do a little, like, yeah. fun video. Why yeah. do you have to do, do a little fun video? video. I you love ride it. riding a it. bike. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do something else with your that time. Is really Good sad. grief! That is well. We were going to take a break, guys, but apparently we did not have our we long can't video. We can't take a video. We can't take a break. So guess what? I'm drinking water. All we're, right, I'm drinking my. Starbucks. I'm going to look right into the monitor because I can't. <laughs> guys, wait. Let's see if you hey, have questions. Oh, because your tea's over here. <laughs> here. Oh, thank you. People now literally... she's going to drink, guys. Okay, wait. Oh, well, yeah, because. Let's see what people are saying. People are saying they love you. Oh, hi. Thank you. Um, I love you, too. Uh, they also, um, my Delco just came out. Yes, I'm from Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Oh, oh my family's from Lancaster. My whole Get family. Get out of yeah. here. Look oh at you guys God. probably know each other. We went to the Amish market with them. <laughs> yep. We're stuck behind a, a <laughs> buggy, buggy a together. A buggy. <laughs> I really love going to get pies up at Lancaster <laughs> and go to outlets. That's how I talk when I'm really yep. tired. I'm you right sound now. very Pennsylvanian right now. Yes. Um, my my mom, my sister is like outraged that someone is like creating like a website just to be negative to one person. She like can't comprehend that. Yeah. We can't even well, get. Well, that's because we're happy people, people. I know. Because we are happy and we have love and joy in our lives. That is why we can't comprehend it. I know. It's crazy. It makes me very so, sad for these people. This is a great question. And um, one of our uh, viewers wrote in and um, left it on our Facebook. Uh, they say, I don't really enjoy sporty exercise stuff, nor am I very good at any of it. I'm the girl falling off the stationary bike. <laughs> and I feel double. I'm sure you meant that to be funny. I'm sorry if I'm <laughs> laughing and hurting your feelings, viewer. <laughs> I feel double intimidation going to a gym being plus size and really the antithesis of athletic. What advice can you give to someone like me who wants to live a healthier lifestyle but lacks motivation and confidence? Cool. Um, so I hear this a lot. Like this is this person is not alone. This is a really common situation. Um, and it, at the gym, like you do get not necessarily fat bashing, but like inappropriate encouragement. Um, like every day, someone to be like, good for you for starting a workout program. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> starting, you know, or like, you'll, you're going to get there. Somebody, <laughs> we need to make Reagan t-shirts <laughs> just for that. A I'm series just, of I'm t-shirts just... that say, I have, a, I'm in the Guinness world record of running <laughs> marathons. Leave me alone. Like on the back, leave yeah. me alone. Like literally we need, I'm a triathlete. Leave me alone. Like, yeah. literally, like <laughs> shut it down. Like we need to make her like that. Like we have to pitch that to someone to sell. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. give Give a fuck about your diet, Susan. Like it's right. like literally the same. Uh, why? I, why? When I took dance classes, I why do people have... need to say anything to anyone <laughs> yeah. at the gym? Well, like I'm just focused and wearing head workout. Like what? What about me says I want to talk to you right now, or I'm looking for you yeah. to encourage me? Like, just, but yeah, no. When I was when I took dance classes, I wanted to have a shirt that said I'm not the low bar because people. <laughs> I would hear people behind me like, "Oh my god, I can't even keep up with that girl." I'm like, I'm "Not the low bar." Like, right. Three national dance yes. championships. Like, yeah. I'm surprised. I would be surprised if you could, you know, like, but, um, but yeah, like it's your first day in dance class. I would 
would not expect you to be able to keep up. But yeah, so anyway, <laughs> I'm focused. Um, so yeah, this it's really common. And, you know, so you get that and you get like the gross over, like I will, 10 people will run by and people will say nothing. I will run by and they will cheer for me like I just donated a kidney to their child. <laughs> You're so great. You can do it. You can. Uh, yeah, I know. Like it's a 5K. I can 100% do it. Um, so, but you <laughs> I'm know, like, I can't. But while <gasps> that's annoying, like, if you do go to the gym, you're not likely to experience like fat bashing, which is nice. I'm not saying that it won't ever happen, um, but there's also options outside of the gym. So there are classes that are created just for plus size people. You know, you can kind of look in your area and see there are tons of like videos on YouTube. So you can like take a class in your home, get some of your like friends together and have like a little living room class. Yeah. The health at every size community, you're a big advocate for. Yeah. And, you know, that's a place where you can go and see. I know some people are living more remote areas. Yeah. And it's, and, or even like winter is there for eight months Ever. out of yeah. the year. But you're, but you're right. And you even said that um, Matt McGorry mm -hmm. gave a shout out to yeah, the Yeah. He community. posted like nine pages of Linda Bacon's book, Health at Every Size, and did a whole like thing on Instagram about how important it was. And, and if like, you don't you know, know who Matt McGorry is, he is was on um, How to Get Away with Murder and Orange is the New Black. Yes. And he is my Kathy's secret dream. lover. Secret <laughs> in my mind. lover. Yeah, he's <laughs> what in my you wish. <laughs> totally, totally. Oh my god, we're gonna super cut that. Um, but, but yeah, so there, so this. What I love is that it is gaining momentum. Yeah, but it's more about like it's one of those like if people don't use it, then it doesn't grow. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, um, what outdoor things on your own, or what things can you imagine doing on your own? I mean, I know that. So many people watch yoga videos now, mm -hmm. especially like people like Jessamine Stanley, who we got to interview, who's an amazing superstar. Um, and even um, Myrna. The Myrna Vader. Myrna Vader. Yeah. Myrna Valerio. Yeah. 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 She was just talking about um, having some guy. She posted a diatribe that a guy wrote to her on Instagram about how he wanted to train her because mm. she was because she really at her size shouldn't even though she can do it. Even though he's done it like so many times, like she's done so many long distance runs. He's like, yeah, just because you're doing them doesn't mean that you're going to be able to forever and do them forever. And she's like, what? Who? I, you're not training me. I want nothing to do with you. Like, yeah. She's like, thank you for mansplaining. Goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Well, and there's such a thing of like fat people need to exercise, but not like that. Yeah. You yes. know, like what, like in your home with the blinds closed and apparently like in an outfit fashion from a bed sheet because we're not going to make clothes <laughs> right. for you to exercise in. But like, and people don't tell you that the phrase fat people need to exercise ends for a lot of people with so I can move at them from my car, you know, or right. whatever. Right. Like, right. you know, I don't or think so I can make fun of them health. or laugh at them or, yeah. or, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of mooing. This is kind of a great way well, to say. Well, it's not really mooing. Say, I know, but, but it's we're going to segue from farm it is, animals. It is some form of farm so we animal. we usually yeah. have it, um, not usually, we actually hadn't done it in a long time, and then like two weeks in a row, we had stuff we wanted Well, to season three, we're about. bringing it back. We're bringing it back, the attitude. It's called Plus This Bitches. <laughs> Plus This Bitches! Plus This Bitches. We're just so mad. Okay, so I'm going to set it up for set you. Set it up, because I was not there. So my sister and I went to Walmart because she wanted to find a button-up shirt for her son who ha has a guitar recital. And so we go and we're walking around and she's like, ha, let's look at this t-shirt. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. And then I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Is it funny? 
It's only in the plus size section. So Jarvis, can you put up the picture of the um yeah, that like one. A double shot. Yeah, that one. Insta ham. It's a picture of a pig holding up a selfie stick, taking a picture, and it's was very cute. Pig. It's a cute pig. But why wasn't it on the extra small? Yeah. Why is it a pig? Why is it only on the plus size section? Like you can see that that's like a size twenty four shirt, I think, and the rest are like size 14, 18, 20, 24 shirts. Like that's the only ones that are available in the Instaham. Yeah. Like no Walmart. No. No. Boo. 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 Like when other companies have done similar things, they literally have gotten national news and been taken to task. But that's just like another day at the Walmart. Well, it's almost as if they want national news and they're willing to use fat people to do it. Well, that's right. Too. They get tons of attention when they do this and, and people will jump to defend them. And so it's almost like it's not that they're they're like aggressively not learning the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> We're not learning. <laughs> we are not. That could be it. That could definitely be it. It also makes me that it's such a comment on Instagram specifically because that has been such a not. I mean, it's not really a safe haven because people will go and bash you on there for sure but it is a way for women to create what they want to see in the world and then you get to curate what you see of other people I mean my world shifted when we started our Instagram account like literally things I never thought were possible for me became possible because of what I was looking at Mm -hmm. it was really profound and that they're taking that and taking a dump on it just really makes me mad yeah. That I it just that that it's like this tool of empowerment has become the thing to make fun of, like oh look there's so many fat people trying to love themselves on and take pictures of themselves. And I'm just sorry, are we not allowed to love ourselves? Like, I'm just curious, at what size are you? Is it allowed to love yourself? I know. I'm just curious, like is it like from a size eight to ten you don't get to, or you do you do get to? And then once you hit the size 14 mark, or is the 14 mark still okay? I'm just curious. Or is it if you're only proportionate? Like, is that yeah. when it's okay? Yeah. If you're disproportionate, are you not allowed to love yourself? Like, at what point? Like, because yeah. I've had people literally say to me, Eva, stop calling yourself fat. You're not fat. And I'm like, fat is a descriptive word, and I am actually fat. It's also me, like me saying, I have blonde hair. I have white skin. I have blue eyes. Those are descriptive words about me. It doesn't hurt my feelings to say that I am fat because it's a descriptor. Yeah. It's not, it's not a bad word. Yeah. We have made yeah. it into a bad word. Yeah. yeah. But so then w- at what point is it, but that's probably, people probably say that to me because my body is proportionate. Whereas if yeah. my body was disproportionate, people would probably be like, Hmm. <laughs> well, see, I'm I'm all appley, but I still get don't call yourself fat. And a lot of times, what it means is you're not my stereotypes of fat, and I would like to keep those stereotypes. So I'm going to put you in the other group. Mm. Like this is a scientific thing that people do when they when someone challenges their stereotypes, creates cognitive dissonance. They want to have cognitive consonance and be comfortable. So they're like, well, not you, just all the other fat people. Right. So rather than well, because you're working out, so probably yeah, you're there's like a good fatty privilege. Yeah, that too. And yeah, I mean, so I'll tell somebody who's picking me up at the airport for a speaking gig. I'll be like the short fat brunette in a blue dress and they'll be like, oh, don't call yourself fat. But like never in my life has somebody said, don't call yourself brunette. 
Right, right. right. You're, like, you're not fat, you just have fat, which is like saying you're not brunette, you just have brown hair. Right. Like, I'm right. not sure making fat the Voldemort <laughs> of adjectives is really going to have a lot of success in terms of empowerment or social justice. But I do want to point out, too, in that, like, when do you get to love your body? There are also, like, really gross, healthist and ableist um limitations put like it's okay to be fat as long as you're healthy or it's okay to love your yeah. body as long as you're healthy or as long as you have you know some type of mobility or able-bodiedness and that is all kinds of guidelines uh, right. like there are no limit you're allowed to love your body no matter what no matter what's going on with your body no matter why that's going on you're still it's never an obligation people don't have to love their bodies but it's always an option yeah and so i'm tired of this idea of like oh well it's okay for me to love my body because I'm athletic or because I participate in sports but it's not for somebody else right, right. this idea of like good fatties and bad fatties that we're allowed because you know people well there are the fat people who take care of themselves and then there are the fat people who don't well you could divide literally any group into yeah. two factions there are Rotarians who take care of themselves and there are Rotarians who don't yes but we don't do that it's it's just a thinly veiled yes. justification for fat shaming and bigotry right exactly Absolutely. and 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 I love that people like you are battling against that psychology and that you can do it with numbers and that is such a great way to approach this that's one of the questions I have on here for you which is how do we like you've taken all of these roads I mean you with dancing you've hit the arts with athleticism you've hit sports with um, going and talking to kids you know at all those universities like you're challenging higher learning so well, and you're an activist and so yeah. like you're just out there talking to lots so of people. So wh where do you feel the most movement is happening? Like where's the place where you're like, oh, this group or or when I show up and talk about this, they're getting it on a whole a whole other level. So um, right now sort of college age folks and then I do work in eating disorder community and there are big shifts I think happening in both of those groups. And those are groups that get it and I think because those are groups who are also working hard on like other intersectional social justice and so I never ever want to compare oppressions because they come from different places. They privilege and hurt different people, but they're seeing like, oh, this is another form of oppression that's appearance based and that, you know, harms people. So I think that's really helpful there. Um, there are places where there aren't so many issues. I, I speak to physicians and healthcare providers. That's a little bit more difficult. Mm -hmm. Basically sure. like my base goal is like, Fat people are human. Like, can we get together on that? Can we right. get, can we make that? Can right. we step up that two inch curb? Right. Okay, then let's talk about competent ethical care for fat people. But just like let's treat fat people like they're humans is can be a challenge. Right. You know. Right. So right. like it's that's a that's the Which slower just, boring of harder boards at that point. Right. Yeah. Somebody on Facebook asked a question. They they have a question about getting into online conversations with people at health about health at every size. Do you think that it's worth it? Um, they're talking about when people are coming into a BOPO space, which is a body positive space, to use science to say how bad fat is. Do you think that it makes a difference to get into those conversations? I do think it makes a difference, not necessarily for the original poster. And that is like, you may not change the mind of the person who came in and thinks that they're properly using science to make a point. They're not, but they think they are and that's what's important to them. But it means that there's another voice being heard. I have a secret group on Facebook called Roles Not Trolls. Yes. And we exist entirely to go into body negative spaces and post body positive things. Wow. and fat positive things not because we think we'll change the minds of everybody but because when someone's reading that thread they see a different point of view yeah and wow. they see an actual they see the thing that they've been demonizing and yeah. realize that there's like a yeah. human attached and not just a crazy you know 
handle making all spouting all kinds of stuff yeah and the good news is you can sort of copy and paste these things and you can copy and paste other people's stuff and credit them if they're cool with that because the same arguments come up over and over again yeah, of course so I just have like a little like thing with all my different and oh I'm my like God, can I'm you like drop box like, that and like, can you drop box that to us <laughs> so we can just have it ready to go Toast. at all times because yep. we're Amazing. like and delete yeah <laughs> I mean, we mostly we have one, been most of the time I mean when Usually people just are mean and mm -hmm. that's not like, you know, if someone will start something that actually feels like they want to have a conversation, I think that might be worthy. But when someone's just being mean, yeah, it's just kind of like you, when you, you I'm not wasting my time. With you weren't you. hugged enough as a child. Yeah, right. I'm, Sorry. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, try to use psychology on you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, because I, you're not going to get it anyway. Yeah. I think it's really, when I first started like my blog and my Facebook page, I really bought into the idea that I had to let everybody who could figure out how to comment leave a comment otherwise it wasn't like you know I was you know censorship and blah, oh blah. right like and you're I was blocking like, no yeah. wait a minute like would I let someone come in my house and talk like this no I would right. not right like I created these spaces I earned this audience and I'm not right. obligated to turn them over to anybody who can manage to figure out the comment feature on WordPress right <laughs> and so that's when I started I really tightly moderate my spaces and there are some spaces where I'm willing to have those discussions but in my spaces they're health at every size and size acceptance spaces and no other opinions are welcome yeah. But you're allowed to think whatever you want. You just don't get to say it here. Yeah. Right. That's a, I mean, that's actually a really great mentality because I do think we've sort of been duped into believing that social media is free speech and by blocking people. I'm, my brother Denny once when I deleted things that he said, he's like, what? don't be a fascist. And I'm like, it's my, and, and I came back with, it's my Facebook wall. I am a total fascist on my Facebook wall for the thing yeah. that you basically said, but I said it a lot worse. But, but that's actually a <laughs> great- because it was your brother. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but that is a great way to approach it. Like, you know, you can, you will find a group of people on here or start your own if you really want to rally the troops and make a video about Reagan. <laughs> Which he calls you Ragin in it, which just now that I know your name is Reagan, I'm like, dumb. Would it be funnier <laughs> if you knew that for real my maiden last name was Whore? H O A R? <gasps> no! Real <laughs> cheeks, you owe me a med cheese. Three! <laughs> No volleyball two. game. No, the captain three. of five foot two setter number thirty two. Ragin Whore. It happened no. all through my childhood, yes. No. And I thought Tingley was a bad last name. That's really funny. <laughs> yep. You'd be like, oh, Eva Tingley. <laughs> she makes me tingle. Wow. <laughs> yeah, good times. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I wow. want to do an answer video to the video. <laughs> can we do that, maybe? We're you can. And we'll she wants me to awesome. edit it, and I'm like, well, we have so much other stuff we could be doing. <laughs> I know. I think about, like, because it's, I think the hardest thing about being trolled is just being constantly lied about. Yeah. Right. In ways that are easily disprovable. So, like, it's yeah. easy for me to be like, no, they're lying about lying. That's what they do. Right. Right. But I would spend my whole life doing that. Yeah. So, no, at some point, totally I just, would. like, I just don't even, I used to read it and stuff. And, like, they sent, so I stopped reading the forums and then they started sending it to me when I, I mentioned on Facebook, like, I don't read this anymore. So, they started emailing me pictures and stuff to make who, sure that who did the people from the hate forums oh the trolls like they will they will screenshot it and send it to me how do they have your email address oh my e every my stuff is easily findable oh, because oh. i'm you know because she's a public the blog she's a public yeah. figure <laughs> public figure um, but yeah so it's you know it's a little wacky but that um is. but yeah so but then what do you do do you just sort of like spam and spam and spam and spam i just delete it and i have a standard email that i send when somebody books me like this is what's going to happen here are the answers to the most common things they're going to say about me if you have any questions please let me know and mostly they're like we're sorry and how can we support you 
Yeah. Which is awesome. awesome. That yeah, is. No, that's I will really say great. that I, I truly believe it's because you're a very, very smart woman. And, and that's intimidating and to a lot of people, specifically men. Smart and positive and kind. And yet very direct like and people i'm telling you you speak people listen you have like a, a joy about you that people cannot distinguish like extinguish like it's not going away i i went to the fatitude documentary i want to talk about it a little bit um you were so funny in it guys <laughs> fatitude if you can bring it to your town you totally should you can sponsor a screening I, I don't know if they're tr looking for distribution. We've been in contact with them because we want everybody to watch it. Um, it is so informative and so fun because of people like you. How Talk a little bit about how they found you and um, what you know about the creators. And, and do you find that that movie sort of solidified? Like, I just feel like you're like a group of experts. Like, mm -hmm. you're just like... Yeah. like the perfect group of experts to be talking about this. Yeah, I mean, I was super honored that they asked me to be a part of it. I had heard that it was happening, and you know, they had been putting out feelers for people to um, to tape, and then they came and like rented a house out here with a bunch of different like filming locations, and went out into the hills and and did this amazing video. And they were on top of everything, they were really smart. Sometimes when you do like I've done several documentaries, and sometimes people are really knowledgeable, and sometimes people are not at all. And so they were incredibly knowledgeable and part of the community already, and so and they got such amazing interviews from so many different people so I was just like happy to be part of the team uh, but I definitely I think that it's a group of experts it's people coming from different points of view and different experiences talking about things so that it's a little it's more relatable I think and you really get to hear like things that you little nuggets that you can hold on to which I think is really important it's one of the things when I go give a talk you know somebody will come up and be like this completely opened my eyes like I can't even believe it and then they'll email me two weeks later and be like I forgot everything you said which yeah. isn't surprising <laughs> because there's a whole world telling you like fat phobies I mean the government spends billions of dollars for a war on fat people Billions, and which Billions. is why you're going to be part of our lobby. Our guest <laughs> last week, Renee, is totally a politico, and you're totally being in the lobby. We're starting Think Tank, and it's going to be it's going to be like called something like serious, but we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. I'm oh, I'm in. I used <laughs> so. to do like a lot of lobbying and campaign work in in my college oh, days. Oh, so she's, she's, she's in. She's in. She's in. in. I used to lobby the Texas legislature for queer rights and trans rights. It yes. was special. Wow. In, in that's late 90s. That's hardcore. Yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. But can you tell us a little bit about your book? Do you have, do you have books out already? Yeah. Tell yeah. us about it and like what, how did that come about? So it's, the book is called Fat, the Owner's Manual. And I wrote it just so people could have a bit, because I was blogging, but people would have to go through like all of these blogs, some of which were about like my dogs and some of which were about like important, like health and resize concepts. And I was like, this I'm is- sure your dog is adorable. My dogs are adorable, but it's not, you know, and they're, you know, for sure health at every size dogs or whatever, but it really wasn't <laughs> pertinent to people's experience. So I was like, let's put together a book that will give people the basic knowledge about size acceptance and health at every size. So that was sort of the point of the book to give people a starting place um and uh, i also fat the owner's manual fat the owner's manual yes and, and then I, dances I, with fat.org has all yes. of those links. that's yep. where you can buy it we yep. wanted yep. we asked her way too late guys we wanted to like hold it up <laughs> show it off she's like but jarvis so got the mad. cover and posted yeah, he's, he's on top of it, top of it. Top of it. um but but you can order it and uh, we can't wait to watch it we just didn't get on top of that uh, uh, we can't wait to read it <laughs> Oh my god, guys! You just kind of watch it. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, watch just it. like watch it by osmosis. Yeah, just smush it on your face. 
It'll sink in. Um, what do you think the... Um, I would agree that the Fatitude, by the way, especially the supercut of all of the movies and TV things yeah. that happen, like how people and all... They literally walk through all of the tropes yeah. that of that fat people have to go through. Um, and, and what... Really, when I was thinking about you before we did this today, I was really thinking about how how easy it is to become that trope. Like, to become the girl, we're writing an article about it right now, who has relationships on the down low. Like, who doesn't, who thinks that they only can hook up with a guy when they're wasted at a bar. And how I really spent my 20s thinking that that was the only way I was going to have physical intimacy with a guy that 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 but so that these tropes we laugh at them because we're like oh my god that's not my life and yet for a very long time I absolutely believe that was the only life I could have because they existed so you know I I love that at universities this is happening I, I I want to believe that the audience that are is being built in universities are wanting themselves in things that aren't tropes and you know as women we're the majority now so how do we get this to happen I don't know I'm just been like pulling my hair out lately like trying to figure it out and like trying to figure out how to get people energized here in Hollywood and I'm wondering like you're here what's your feeling about it like yeah so one of the the difficulties of fat activism is that a lot of fat people aren't on board Right. So yes. we're like, we deserve these things and we need this. But then we have to turn around and be like, no, y'all, seriously, like we deserve these things like we should, you know. And so like just getting people on board. And I think that where we're at as a movement is that we've got to keep pushing forward the people who get it. But we've got to make sure that we're not leaving behind the people who still believe they're not worthy of love, who still believe that if someone can't see their beauty, that means it's not there, who still believe that the only path to health or happiness is to try to manipulate their body size, no matter how dangerous, no matter how possibly deadly that might be. And so we've really got to get people on on board with I no matter why I'm fat no matter what being fat means or the consequences of being fat are no matter whether I can or want to lose weight I deserve the rights to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness in this body that I have right now period and I'm not gonna stop until I get it do you think that's because fat girls think well I'm not always gonna be fat I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. lose the weight and so I don't want to say that I identify as fat exactly yeah if you live your life as a temporarily inconvenienced thin person that's a huge problem I mean I was talking mm. to somebody who said um on their on her deathbed her mom was like there was so much I wanted to do and I never did it because I was waiting to be thin I'm I know someone else right yeah I, I mean right like I'm not that's not gonna be my life yeah. I'm going to take my fat body out for a spin. I'm not going to sit around and wait for a thin body to show up before I start living my life. I spent a lot of years waiting for a thin body to show up. Yeah. You know, I talked to somebody whose 94-year-old aunt wouldn't eat her birthday cake because she didn't do the elliptical that morning. Like, if you're at my 94th birthday party and you want cake, I hope you're packing cake. Because whatever the cake is, I'm eating it all. <laughs> right? Like, elliptic- no elliptical, no, I'm just eating the cake. Yeah. Right. I'm 94. Because yeah. exactly. I'm 94. If I die from eating exactly. the cake, then that's how it goes. Because I'm 94. Exactly. But, like, we've, I mean, people spend their whole lives trying to be yeah. thin. Something that the research shows us is almost never going to happen for anybody, right? 95% of people gain their weight back. Everybody, almost everybody can lose it short term. 95% of people gain it back. And two thirds of those people gain back more than they lost. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So this if, is not a willpower thing. No. It's not because people are weak in any way. No. That this is happening. This is science. This right. Is, yeah. This is body chemistry. This is, uh, I mean, that's the thing that, um, that's why it makes me mad that all of these industries get to 
say that the claim things that are just not true yeah and and i that's why i think a lot or that is it's very very outdated yeah or that so most people they lose weight for a year they gain it back within five years so the diet companies fund the research they stop the research at two years when people have regained but haven't regained all their weight and they say see everybody still is lower than their initial weight and they just stop studying them they told the ftc who told them they wanted longer studies that they wouldn't do it because it would be and i'm quoting here too depressing for our clients so like the weight loss, if you look at the state of research in weight loss as compared to like what would be required in peer review research in other areas, it is unbelievable. I mean, literally unbelievable. And if you want to look into that, Linda Bacon and Lucy Aframore wrote a book called Body Respect, and they talk a lot about it. And you can also um, search Bacon and Aframore Paradigm Shift, and they have a, a paper that they wrote that is incredibly well researched. So you can look at the science of it. But yeah, most people are not going to become thin. So if your goal is to become thin, that's probably what you're going to spend your life doing is yo-yo dieting, which has its own health issues. And, and, and psychological issues, yeah. too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I we have to have you back. I know. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Reagan, tell us how, tell everybody who's watching how they can follow you, how they can support you, how they can like be your cheerleaders. Cool. So danceswiththat.org is kind of where it's all centered. If you want to follow my Ironman journey, I'm blogging sporadically about that at ironfat.com. Um, and I'm What's on- What's the date of that? in Arizona uh, November 18th come on Nova oh thank god it's gonna be November I was thinking oh my gosh I'm, I'm running and doing all that in like a dead heat of Arizona oven oh yeah, no that's I why I like, picked Arizona uh, heat is my kryptonite yeah so. I feel like we gotta make a road trip I'm Ooh, just saying oh we gotta road trip. To do it anyway keep going keep going um, yeah so uh, I'm on Facebook um, as Reagan Chastain. I'm on Twitter as Dances with Fat I'm on Instagram as Reagan Chastain um, and yeah find me anywhere and Reagan is our a G E N. Yeah. My okay. parents are phonetic spellers. So R A G E N C H A S T A I N. I love awesome. it. I love it so much. And of course, please follow, uh, like, subscribe, and share at and Plus the Show everywhere for us, too. Uh, uh, yes. And next week, we have a great guest. Danielle Pinnock from yes. Sheldon. And is we're so, be so excited to yes. have her on. Do you next love week? that show? She's I so do. funny and cute. Yeah. I know. We can't wait to have her. So, guys, thank you so much for spending time with us. We're going to keep this conversation going. So, if you have questions still, keep commenting on this little post we have. So once again, I'm Kathy Deach. And I am Eva Tingley. And, and we'll we are Plus, plus This, this show. show. And we'll see you next Thursday. Plus This.